really thought about it. Ronnie made mention of this when he was talking a while ago. The blessings we have just by being born in this country. Uh, you know, it's all conjecture and speculation, but if I wasn't born in the Amer in America as we know it, somewhere else I might not be saved right now. Hallelujah. If I'd have been born in Russia before the fall of the Iron Curtain, when Brother Vidley Kizzle's grandfather was arrested and tried and locked up and spent decades in prison just for owning a Bible. I don't know if I'd be saved or not. Kind of like what I, I seen something posted not long ago. Somebody bragging, saying, "Well, you know, I go to I go to jail for the Lord if I have to," and, and come back and said. How in the world can you say you go to jail for the Lord when you won't even go to church for him? Some think about it, ain't it? We don't know what we would do under certain circumstances. Now, I'll be the first to tell you we don't live in a perfect land, but I'm so thankful that we live in a land that was ordained by God. Even though there is a segment that's trying to get further and further away from him, I will implore you to please do what the Bible says. Pray for this country. I don't know what you got planned for Wednesday. Uh, whatever your plans are and whatever your celebrations are, how about taking just a few minutes Wednesday? And praying for this country? I've heard some preachers preach message saying it's over with, but I refuse to give up on this country. I'm not ready to quit fighting yet. There's been over 50 million Babies slaughtered in the mother's womb since Roe Wade in 1973. We have prayed about that. We have demonstrated. We have worked. We've done a lot of active things. We ain't just talked about it. We've been at the Capitol in rallies. We've served in county uh, offices that has to do with right to life. And Sister Darlene, back when she was able before her accident, she, she donated time and went and worked several hours a day 
for uh, Nashville right to light. And I don't know if you've crossed your mind, but I guarantee you those people that brought all of this stuff about abortion about, they are shaking in their boots and shoes because that's the first thing that come up when the announcement was made about one of the justices retiring. Oh, my Lord. Who is the president going to put? Let me tell you something. I can stand here and I can name a whole lot of things to you that I don't like about President Trump's character and the way he does. But I will also tell you that I know, I don't think it, I know it, God placed him there at this time for this nation. To bring us back, we had we had a we had a uh, reprieve, folks. This nation had a reprieve, and now we got an opportunity to see something since 1970. If the right one is placed in office, Roe v. Wade could be overturned, and abortion could be made illegal in this country. And you think that makes me happy? Can you say that? Read your Bible. King Cyrus was a heathen king of Babylonia, but he was used by God. Hallelujah. God will use anybody he wants to use. He don't need your approval. Hallelujah. And when there ain't nobody around capable, he'll use a donkey. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Well, I've got to go on, but I'm, I'm my Lord, my Lord. Hallelujah. The book of Psalms, that, chapter 89. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in the house today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You stop and think about it. Have you ever seen them on news when some basketball team or softball team or football team wins some kind of championship? They run out in the street. They cause riots. I mean, they, they, they just. I'm going to tell you what. If I'm alive to see Roe v. Wade, I'm do you liable to see this old fat preacher just running in the street doing some screaming. Because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. 
Psalms 89, beginning at verse 15. We're reading down through verse 18. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Hallelujah. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor are horn glory shall be exalted. Calling your attention back to the very first verse. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach to you today on a subject titled, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know the joyful sound? Do you know the joyful sound? Mighty God, as we come today, I thank you, Lord, for your presence that we feel in the house. Thank you, for God, for allowing us to gather together today. I'm asking for your anointing to lay upon me right now. Give me the words in the mighty, blessed name of Jesus. Let the church say, Amen. God bless you, and you can be seen. Hallelujah. Do you know the joyful sound? There's a lot of different kind of sounds going on in the world today. It's amazing the kind of sounds and the noise that's been from sea to shining sea, so to speak. But of all, out of all the rhetoric, all out of all the hatred, and all the spite and everything else that you hear, I want to declare to you this morning that there is a sound from heaven, a joyful sound. A sound that exuberates, a sound that excites, a sound that gives us hope, a sound that encourages us. And the Word of God said, blessed are they who know the joyful sound. Means of people are filled with anxieties. Millions are depressed and they have all kinds of problems. But I'm here to tell you, once you ever get a hold of a joyful sound, once you ever hear that joyful sound, and it places something in your heart and something in your soul, hallelujah, the devil and all his millions can't bring you down. Hallelujah. The devil and all his hymns. Amen. Can't talk you into throwing up your hands and quitting. It's going to make you go forward.
You want to continue and move on because you know and you have heard the joyful sound. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Let's talk just a little bit as we, we have mentioned about the 4th of July in our nation. And I think about everything that goes on. There's already fireworks that's going off and different celebrations. All kind of sounds being made. Now you'll find in your bulletin today, we have in the bulletin an insert that hopefully will get you to thinking about something that maybe you have never thought about before. Honestly, there was a time I didn't really think about it. It just got caught up. But remember, amen, how that we need to use wisdom even in our celebrations because the same kind of sounds that we're talking about, the fireworks and all that, they uh, affect neg negative, negatively uh, our animals and our pets and causes many of them to break away and run away from home and they get lost and some of them are injured and never make it back because of that. And then something that I never really considered to very recently, some of our veterans that has come back home but yet the, the battle has followed them home. Uh, when they hear uh, fireworks or, or loud booms and stuff like that, it kind of takes them back to the battlefields. And uh, those kind of things we need to think about. Uh, but so we need to use wisdom. But during, during this time... As, we, as America celebrates, um, we all know the traditions and the history. Uh, I did a little research, and I'm sure everybody recognizes the name John Adams, one of our founding fathers. John Adams wanted us to make joyful sounds of jubilation all across the country before the Declaration of Independence was even signed. He envisioned, he's the one that come up with this, John Adams. He envisioned fireworks as a part of the festivities. He wrote a letter uh, to his wife Abigail on July the 3rd, one day shy of the 4th, as they was, he was away and they was putting all this together. He wrote a letter to Abigail, and he wrote that the occasion should be commemorated with pomp and parade and with shows and games, sports, guns, bells, and bonfires, and a luminous from one end to this continent to the other from this time forevermore. The first commemorative Independence Day fireworks were set off on July 4th, 1777. He knew that they was in the middle of making history 
had a feeling. Because let me tell you something. Those men, unlike a lot of them in Congress today, those men was being directed by the Holy Ghost. And it was God who helped them to draft the greatest document ever written except for the Word of God. I'm talking about the Constitution of the United States. And he said we, there should be celebration and there should be joyful sounds made from one end of the continent. He said this is a big thing, folks. This is a big thing. There was a joyful sound of celebration because of our independence from Great Britain. Americans were no longer slaves to the crown king of England. No more slaves. They were going to be free men. But back then, as well as today, freedom never comes free. And it goes past 1776 because we sat here today on church pews, those of us who have been saved by the power and grace of God, those who have been made free by the power of God, we understand well that the freedom we have today in Christ Jesus it didn't come free. Blood always has to be shed for freedom. And when we receive that freedom, there should be some jubilation. There should be some joyful sounds. Oh, hallelujah. I'm beginning to feel the Holy Ghost now. Hallelujah. Just let me, I, I've, got to, I've got to get into this thing. I'm, but I, I'm feeling the power of the Lord. Amen. I want to talk about some joyful sounds. Amen. In, in, in the word of God. First I want to talk about the sound of jubilee. The sound of jubilee. I don't know how many of you have ever really taken the time to study the feast days or the celebrations of ancient Israel. But Israel, amen, they had... What they and they celebrated what they called ever so often a year of jubilee. And it's got some spiritual significance to it. And we are affected by that today. But I want to call your mind to Leviticus, a book that a lot of people shy away from. Leviticus chapter 25. And I want to read verses 8 through 12. This is what it reads like. I had technical difficulties and couldn't get the printer back there working for me, so I'm having to read from my iPad today. Leviticus 25, 8 through 12. And you shall count seven Sabbaths of years for yourself, seven times seven years, and the time of the seventh Sabbath of years shall be to you 49 years. That's seven times seven. Then you shall cause the trumpet of the Jubilee to what? To sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. 
on the day of atonement. Oh, glory to God. You shall make the trumpet the sound throughout all your land. And you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you every 50th year. Hallelujah. It shall be a jubilee for you. And each of you shall return to his possessions. And each of you shall return to his family. That 50th year shall be a jubilee to you. In it you shall neither sow nor reap what grows of its own accord, nor gather the grapes of your untended vine, for it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You shall eat its produce from the field. Every 50 years. Amen. The year of jubilee. The year of jubilee was a year of release. It was a year of celebration. Amen. There would be joyful sounds made from one end of Israel to the other. They would blow the shofar. Hallelujah. And blow it loud. Amen. Let me just tell you a little something about this. In Judaism, as well as Christianity, the concept of the Jubilee is a special year of remission of sins. Back in the Old Testament, it was on the Day of Atonement. Hallelujah. It meant jubilee for them whose sins had been covered. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. The Bible said, Blessed is a man whom the Lord shall not impute sins, but whose sins are covered. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I've had a jubilee in my life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. It was a time of rejoicing because I've had my sins remitted. Oh, my Lord. My Jesus. Hallelujah. It was a a year of remission of sins. Universal pardon. In the book of Leviticus, a jubilee year is mentioned to occur every 50th year during which slaves and prisoners would be freed, debts debts would be forgiven, And the mercies of God would be particularly manifested. If you don't think Jubilee and the sound of Jubilee is important, hallelujah. Think about it. You've owed those debt collectors for years. But on that 50th year, Brother Paul, when the sound of the shofar was played, Brother Jeff, you know what it meant? It was a joyful sound. People would begin to dance in the street because I woke up this morning and, man, I was knee-high in debt. But God says all debts are forgiven. Come on, somebody. This is Bible I'm telling you about. Hallelujah. If, back, if you live back then and, and somebody owed you money, you better got, got it taken care of before that year of Jubilee because they were free and you could no longer come after it. That's a book. Now, I can get in here and give you all the details about it, but I don't have time, but it's there if you want to look it up. All debts was clear. 
Now, it's not politically correct today, but back in those days, they did own servants and slaves. But on the year of Jubilee, those people who had slaves and servants had to release them. Amen. You had to let them go. It's a year of Jubilee. It's a year of pardon, a year of release. Lord of God. Can you see where I'm coming from now? That when that shofar was blowed on that Jubilee year, it was a joyful sound. Hallelujah. I mean, we still got some, not all of it, but we still got some of that that's based in our laws of America. Do you know if you, uh, let's say, you, uh, you got some bad marks on your credit report or shows a, uh, a bankruptcy or anything on your credit report and all that stuff, it's all cleared after seven years. It's cleared. Your, 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 your credit report is clear. That was set up from the year of Jubilee. We got a lot of our laws that was, that's why I say the Constitution was, when they made it, it was based on the Bible. And if truth be told, those people's wanting to do away with the Constitution today and wants to rewrite it today, that's the real reason I want to do it because it's based on the Word of God. Hallelujah. It's based on the word of God. So all slaves and prisoners was freed. Debts would be canceled, would be forgiven, and the mercies of God would be particularly made manifest. Romans chapter 6, verse 17 and 18. But God, but God be thanked that ye were servants of sin, Amen, and I believe the new King James there says, brings it out, slaves of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you, being made free. <laughs> Glory to God from sin, you become the servants of righteousness. I'm here to tell you today, church, that freedom granted by the cross paid at Calvary. Calvary is our independence day for the church. Glory to God. I celebrate two Independence Day, Ronnie. Amen. I celebrated July 4th as American, but I had an Independence Day take place at Calvary. Lord, that's the greatest Independence Day of all. Glory. The greatest of all. I'm, I'm having to move on. I want to talk about the sound of Pentecost. I, I, I wish I had a, a whole lot more time. Hallelujah. The sound of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 and 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all, uh, they were all with one accord in one place. That don't mean they was all in the Honda neither. And suddenly there came a Sound. Don't you think that qualifies for being a joyful sound? <laughs> and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Oh, hallelujah to God. Amen. 
and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. Hallelujah. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Oh, we had a sound of the trumpet that was blown when we were repented. Amen. And Jesus forgave us of our sins and they were remitted. But when we take it a little further, amen, and we say, God, I want all from you that you got the offer, and we have a personal Pentecost. Glory to God, that trumpet is blown again. Hallelujah. And that is the greatest sound when you have covered, hallelujah, amen, with the Holy Ghost from heaven, and the Holy Ghost begins to come out of you. Let me tell you something. Somebody has got it. There's no way you can fully describe what it is to somebody who's never experienced it. Brother Jeff, the only way you can fully understand it is get it. It's a joyful sound. What did the scripture say we started out with? Blessed are those who what? Know the joyful sound. The sound of Pentecost is a whole lot better than hearing the sounds of celebration of some ball game winning a pennant somewhere. Lori, one more point. I have cut this out tremendously because of my time. One more joyful sound. I want to talk about the final sound that you and I are waiting on. The sound of the last trumpet. <laughs> Boy. I'm waiting to hear that sound. What about you? I wrote a song years ago after my father-in-law passed away. When he, uh, we first found out that he he had gotten ill, and I seen such a transformation in his life spiritually that it amazed me. And many of you have been through the process of watching a loved one with a terminal illness and you've been there, you know what it's all about. It's not a good time. It's not an easy time to go through. But when he passed, I was praying, seeking the Lord, and the Lord gave me the words to a song. And I wrote them down. Some of you don't realize, but 
I don't know. Maybe not be many of them. I, I think we got one copy left. Somewhere in a drawer pitched back. But uh, I know the younger ones don't know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a 45. But Sister Darlene and I had a record made, a 45, one song on each side. And uh, it's only one, but always said if if I ever did anything like that again I'd, I'd love for this one to go down but it says part of the words of this says I am waiting for the sound of the trumpet that will blow the day our Lord appears again and I'm listening for the shout of his commanding all the dead in Christ rise and live again. That's the final joyful sound that I'm looking forward to hear. She sung the song about it today when I see his face. What a day that will be. I'm talking about the sound of the last trumpet. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 tells us about it. Verses 51 and 52. Behold, look here, listen, take notice. I show you a mystery. I'm telling you a mystery, Paul told the church at Corinth. We shall not all sleep. Not everybody is going to go by the way of the grave. There are going to be some still alive when Jesus comes. He said, I'll tell you that mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, and the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. It ain't going to be no more Arthur living in your body. I've been having some problems the last couple of days with a hip. Sister Darlene back there can't hardly get around because of Arthur. Sister Joyce got arthritis really bad. Many of you got that. We all got all kind of problems. From diabetes to high blood pressure. I get so sick every morning when I get up and I walk in the kitchen and I see all of those bottles lined up. Yeah, I have to take every day. 
You get so tired doing that. You know, when you're not going through something, it's easy for you to pass judgment on somebody that is. It's easy to pass judgment on somebody and say, well, you know, just don't eat this or eat that or whatever. And a lot of times I'll tell you as somebody who's been there and I've done that, you can go day in and day out and time and time again. But there's some days you say, Lord, take me home tomorrow if you want to, but I'm, I'm going to take a, I'm going to eat a little of this today. You get tired of it. You get tired of it. Doctor saying you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't eat this. You got to take this, 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 and this. Maybe it don't bother you, but it bothers me. But Brother Paul, there's a joyful sound. I've heard the sound of Calvary. I've heard the sound. Sister Angie of saying you've been forgiven through repentance. I've heard the sound. Sister Wanda of the Russian mighty wind. When it filled my soul, I began to speak in other tongues. It was, these were all joyful sounds. Sounds of jubilation and happiness. But the greatest sound is when Gabriel steps out there, as Revelation put it, the angel of God puts one foot on the land and the other one on the sea and said, time shall be no more. And Gabriel blows that trumpet, uh, that final sound, hallelujah, and the dead in Christ uh, is going to begin to pop up out of the graves, uh, come out of the oceans and out of the seas, uh, hallelujah, from everywhere. Glory to God, instantaneously we which are alive and remain, they're going to be caught up. I don't know when it's going to happen, but somewhere between here and there, this old body of mine is going to be changed. It ain't going to have blood pressure. It ain't going to have diabetes. It ain't going to have arthritis. Lord, it got somewhere between here and there. Lord and God. Woo! That's why sometimes I just want to say, go ahead and take me right now, Lord. I'm ready to sin. I don't have this in my notes, but I'll say this before I go to the, the keyboard. Even after the sound of the trumpet, Sister Margie, something you made in a, in a comment on a testimony on the Wednesday night. One more joyful sound. Be the greatest joyful sound at all. And that sound will be hearing him say, Well done. <laughs> Well done. Yes. Well done. If anybody's in the house today and you ain't ready to hear that sound, if you haven't heard the sound of Calvary, if you haven't heard the sound saying, I forgive you, 
Everybody stand. It don't cost nothing. Jesus paid the cost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.